Hi everyone, welcome back to the final episode of season one of the Short Straw podcast with me, Zane. Um, I have to say, it's been an amazing first season and, you know, through the process of like writing, recording and releasing episodes, I've learned so much about the perseverance and creativity of teenagers and the young community in general. Um, And I really appreciate all of the support that this podcast has received. So hopefully season one has inspired people and whetted everyone's appetites for more episodes in the seasons to follow. If anyone, as per, has any ideas to share or anything that they want to speak about, please get in touch with us over the Easter break and we will try our very best to get you on. Um, Without further ado, I'd like to get into today's episode. So earlier this week was International Women's Day, which was a chance to celebrate and recognise all the incredible women in our lives across all ages, from friends to spouses and mothers to grandmothers, Women everywhere change the world in a multitude of ways, and they deserve all the recognition possible for everything that they do. So this episode is a great celebration of the strength of young women, literally. One girl in particular who's used her strength within her lifestyle is my friend Cecilia. And Cecilia is a national taekwondo champion, and as a teenager, has high hopes for her future in martial arts and in life in general. So Cecilia, it's nice to have you with us today. Thank you very much for being here. Nice to see you too. Yeah. Um, you know, would you mind telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, okay, my name's Cecilia. I'm 14 years old, so year 10. I'm from North London, like Camden area. And yeah, I've been doing martial arts for most of my life. So you like martial arts. You have chosen to specialise in Taekwondo in particular. Um, Can you explain sort of briefly what exactly it is? Yeah, okay, so Taekwondo is a Korean martial art and it's kind of split into a technical side and a fighting side, I would say. Okay. Um, The technical technical side is basically learning lots of different patterns and sequences and all techniques. Um, And you use those for when you do gradings to get higher belts. Okay. Um, and then the fighting side, which is like the Olympic sports side, is basically where you get points for kicking to the body and head. And you do punching too, but it's mainly kicking focus. And yes, I just feel like it teaches you a lot of lessons as well. Like it's very focused on perseverance and etiquette yeah. and modesty. So um, yeah, it's a good sport, especially for children, I would say. Yeah, and I think as an Olympic sport as well, it's something that people can at least relate to. Like, you can go and watch it, for example. Whereas... Yeah, I've actually been to a competition. It was the Grand Prix, I think. Oh. I'm not sure which one. But um, it was really exciting because I saw, I saw my kind of sort of taekwondo idol, Jane oh, yeah. Jones, and this other woman, Bianca Wal- Walkden, both Olympic champions. I actually have their poster still on my room that I got them to sign. Oh, no and that was really, really exciting atmosphere to be in. That's really cool, actually. So that was what the Grand Prix was basically, well, I would imagine just a, a whole day of Taekwondo bouts. Yeah, completely. And it's the only competition I've ever been to live. So it was really fun to go and see. That's quite a cool experience, actually. And like, I never really got there because obviously we, we trained together, but I, we just that didn't really happen that much. And to actually see it live outside of something like the Olympics, it's sort of it's one of those sports that that's pretty universal in that sense. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, 
what was it that sort of you said you mentioned that you know martial arts were a passion for you and you've done them for for most of your life why was taekwondo the one that you sort of chose and said you know this is the one for me well um i actually started with kickboxing when i was like four or five just at like the local sports center it was partly because i was just quite energetic and honestly a bit of a violent child (laughs) i should probably say but um it was just a good way to use up that energy yeah. and I really enjoyed it and stuck with it for a good good few years but um I think it got a bit boring because although you can get belts and stuff like in taekwondo it wasn't a very serious sport for me and I kind of wanted something that I could be a bit more passionate and serious about like something a bit more competitive okay yeah and yeah anyway my dad found this taekwondo place when I was seven or eight, still quite young, but um, I really liked it a lot, like straight away. And I could use a lot of my skills from kickboxing. So it was nice to get into something that you were already a bit good at. Yeah. But um, it just kind of had the like extra meaning and I felt like I could get a lot more from it um, than I could at kickboxing, which is more just kind of a exercise class. But um, I think I just really enjoyed the competitive aspect. Like I was always quite good at, football and team sports mm. but sports but um i think i i did enjoy the spotlight a bit like when you're in when you're in a fight and everyone's kind of looking at you it's just quite exciting yeah it's just you it's focused on purely you and everyone's sort of around the mat and they can see what what's going on and it gives you that sort of that thrill i suppose and in terms of like you having kickboxing as that foundation it's almost you know you wanted to sort of enhance that or develop it further and then taekwondo you just sort of you found it as a way to do a bit more with something that you loved which is which is obviously quite important and it's it's got to be at that point as something that's you know enhancing how you act and and the way your passions develop for martial arts in general something that you pour a lot of time into so how often would you say that you you train or trained before before covid happened um, yeah, well, when I was in younger, sorry, sorry. <laughs> when I was younger, like in end of primary school, I was probably training like eight hours a week, quite a lot. Okay. Um, but then just sort of going into secondary school, I had to travel so much more Then just gradually getting more and more work. I just had to start missing out a bit. And say before COVID started, I was probably going twice a week, okay. but still for a good three or four hours. Hmm. But um, I also got quite into skateboarding, so okay. sort of balancing the different things I liked made me miss quite a bit. Yeah, but there's like, that's the thing, is skills that you get from something like Taekwondo you could apply to skateboarding, the things like balance. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. it's nice to see that, that that can influence decisions that you make in your life, that you know you can adapt it to more than one thing. And, you know, at least you were still, while you were training fewer days in a week, you were still essentially getting the same amount of training in a week and it was just as intense, right? So, you know, at that point, you know, you said you you mentioned skateboarding came into your life and I'm assuming that sort of come from COVID. How did COVID, like, affect your taekwondo? Um, It did affect it quite a lot. Like, my... Did probably haven't done a competition since 2019 and I don't know it was just it was really annoying because we had to start doing those zoom taekwondo sessions and that mm. just did not 
feel like the same thing. Yeah. And so it really like got me out of it a bit until there was that moment when we had when we were basically out of lockdown, which I did a bit, but it's really disrupted my training, which has been really annoying. But I really want to get back into it after, especially because it's a goal of mine. I'm on second down now, but I really wanted to get to fourth down because that's like when you're technically a master. Yeah. I thought it would be funny if my friends could call me like Master Cecilia. So, <laughs> so my main goal. So you're going to use it as a flex to everyone. Like, yeah. I'm Master Cecilia. Okay, well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I suppose that's fair. And definitely with COVID, you know, it's, it is disruptive. And, I mean, I haven't experienced the disruption as much because I had to s- sort of stop. Well, not stop completely, but, you know, going going off to school, it's it's made things difficult. Um, but it is good to see that you've got that passion and that, you know, once COVID is over, you've still got that goal, which is... A testament really in the sense that if there is something even to anyone listening if there's something that you want to do and you know covid has disrupted it it doesn't mean that that goal still can't be realistic it just means that maybe you have to be patient for the opportunity to arise or you have to just keep working on yourselves to make sure that you're ready to take any opportunity that comes your way and you know when you have a passion for something just like cecilia does it's it's quite hard to sort of hide away it's going to be something that comes through. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, I think so. Like, it's been quite annoying just to have to step back a bit, but I still think I really love it and I don't want to give up just because of that. With competing, you know, so you mentioned it's been quite a while since you went to a, to a tournament or when you, when you competed. Um, what was it like going to the national champs? What was it like competing and have you sort of... Have you ever gotten hurt? Have your parents ever had not the best reaction to you getting hurt, which obviously most people could assume would happen? Um, well, I think first, I think I should mention, I have quite a strong memory of my first competition ever. I hadn't been doing Taekwondo for that long. Like, I was still probably only nine, maybe. I don't think I was even a yellow belt yet. Maybe not nine, but... um. I still had those basics from kickboxing, so I could still fight. But I remember I fought these two girls, Kay and Tida. And on my first fight, I'd been told that she had just come back from the English Open. Oh, no. so, technically a national champion, even though she was just oh, no. a small girl, same age as me. But um, I fought her, and she did win, although I was sort of close. So okay. I wasn't too down. Then I went to look at my next fight, and realised that my next fight was against her twin sister, the Scottish champion. Oh, no. And so that was quite a dramatic first event. But it was really nice just seeing that first atmosphere, and it was just really exciting. I think I straight away knew this is going to be really fun. Yeah, I mean, it's that sort of thing where obviously you're going to be faced with challenges, physical and mental, especially with a sport like Taekwondo. But, you know, I suppose that's what makes you want it even more. Yeah, I think so. I quite liked the sort of risk, I suppose. Yeah, the risk. Oh, yeah, actually, okay, so on the risk of it, has it ever gone the wrong way? <laughs> um, I've never gotten seriously injured, no. But, um, I mean, it was quite a common thing. Like, you get hit in the face a bit hard, that's always a bit of shock. Yeah. And you'd be a bit moody for the rest of the day, maybe. And that was quite common. But no serious injuries. I remember... 
when I did the braking, that used to really hurt when you have to break the tiles. Braking was horrible. Yeah. Braking was always terrible. I remember I could never get a break on a sidekick. I I went to my I went to my first down grading and I just had no idea what I was doing. And it was the most frustrating thing. But I think that was yeah. one of the that was one of the amazing things about Taekwondo is that you wouldn't stop until you did it. You wouldn't stop until you finished it. And that was I think that was a credit to to our master D, but you know, it's it's one of those things where it becomes such a part of your lifestyle that in anything you will turn around and be determined to sort of fulfill your goals and fulfill your dreams in whatever it is that you do just because of the discipline that you get from a sport like taekwondo. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And you know, do you ever think to yourself with with everything that's going on with covid, you know, oh, I just don't really want to do this anymore. I just can't do this anymore. Um I mean, yeah, probably when I was a bit younger and I get a bit like beaten up or like you'd come home just so exhausted kind of have a lot of bruises yeah. after an intense performance training session. So I guess I wouldn't go as far to say love-hate relationship, but there were definitely <laughs> those moments. But I mean, honestly, it was all worth it. And I don't think I ever seriously wanted to give up completely. I think, I mean, that's just a testament to the sport as well as you, you know. And, and in terms of that, there's obviously talking about dreams and thinking about the future do you see yourself continuing your sort of passion for taekwondo do you see yourself pursuing it even more um for the moment just for school i'm not sure how many more competitions i'm going to be able to do but i don't know hopefully i'll keep going through most of my life but I'm not sure olympic way i'm I'm not sure I'm heading to the Olympics. Quite no, yet, okay, so we don't have I'm a future Jay Jones? Sorry? We don't have a future Jay Jones? Possibly. I mean, I still I have the poster up. It's got to be. That's got to be inspiring. Whatever happens, you know, having something like Taekwondo in the locker is always something that's going to help you in a situation one way or another, mentally, physically, you know, whatever it is. And... You know, just to start sort of wrapping this up, what advice would you give to someone who might want to start Taekwondo or any other martial art for that matter or anyone who even wants to, to you know, compete? Um, I'd probably say it is a long journey, but the kind of the more that you do, the more you learn and the more you get from it. It just teaches you. And like for me, getting to black belt and hopefully even higher in the future, I've just learned so much and it's been a really great experience and it's just like given me so many good qualities and I just think it's definitely worth it and you won't regret starting it. I think that that is what people should take away from this is that you know there's some things that you're going to want to do that will give you the fulfillment that you want and that will make you realize that it was the best decision you could make and I know I felt it when I did Taekwondo and it's it's amazing to see that you know, Cecilia understands it as well. And it's that determination that is going to get people through all sorts of situations and all sorts of various different challenges that life throws at you. And Cecilia, you know, what an amazing young woman you are to be doing this and to, to have that passion. So thank you for, for, you know, for taking the time to share your experiences with us. Thank you. No worries. And Taekwondo is, it's grueling. And I can personally say, you know, it's, it's 
physically challenging, but it's a thoughtful martial art and there's a lot more to it than just throwing a kick or a punch. Um, and to you, Cecilia, I wish you all the best in the future with, with training and with competitions. And hopefully um, we'll train together soon at some point. I'd just like to finish off this episode by saying to all of our listeners, you've been really supportive and really encouraging for this first season of The Short Straw. So thank you for that, because it really does make a massive difference. You know, I'm glad that we're able to continue building this community to bring young people together. And I really hope that we can do even more in season two. So I'm really excited for that. And for those of you who've returned to school in the UK this week, enjoy your first hard-earned weekend. Um, We're going to be back with the podcast in a few weeks' time for season two. But until then... Enjoy a great Easter break or March break or reading week, whatever form it takes where you are in the world. Um, Please stay safe and have as much fun as you can. As usual, um, be, be sure to check in on all of your friends and your family and be there for anyone who might need a friend because teenagers should be a safe space for one another and we need to have each other's backs. So be sure to use the free resource. Keep an eye on our Instagram page and our socials to um, stay updated in the next couple of days and weeks. And if anyone would like to contact us, as usual, our Instagram and our email address will be linked in the bio to this episode. So have a great break. And until season two, bye for now.